They are the boys in the back room. We have a guy who works in the back, Eric Jones. He's the big German. Be nice to Marvin. He'll be taking your calls today. A couple of weeks ago, Dylan was getting us breakfast. Now he's doing graphics on this program. You know who? Blame Mario. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the uh, backroom guys are not allowed to eat until 12.15. You are now listening to the 12.15 Club. Welcome back to another edition of the 1215 Club. My Ariel here, as always, joined by Dylan McGrath, this guy, Marvin Print, Eric the Big German. Big news this week. We got moonshine. I was mesmerized, I don't know if this that's the word, by what people thought the announcement was going to be. There was all kind of conspiracy theories on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I thought it was pretty funny to follow uh, leading up to the announcement on Wednesday. Eric. I think sometimes um, because the show is so well distributed that uh, people assume that there's a huge infrastructure behind the scenes to support it. And the reality is there's just, there's like, well, 11 people here or something like that. And half of those are on air. So it's a very small group of people. There are people who do uh, work on the show from the Peacock perspective on the distribution side Fox Sports Radio from the sales side and distribution, but in terms of like what you actually see, there's it's a really small group. And so the newsletter, I mean, it's literally just you and then sometimes Rob or Ray will review it and that's it. So, um, you know, I think you had put a picture, I don't know if it was on social media or in the newsletter or both, that included four people. And the, yeah. the backstory there is that Seton had a conference call during the photo shoot. So he left. There was no. (laughs) Yeah, everybody was like, "Oh, Seton's leaving. They're adding another Danette." (laughs) Just based off that one picture, right? So you guys went to what the Yale Bowl a couple weeks ago, exactly. Yeah, and uh, Marvin was. uh, He wasn't there on time, so we had a lot of pictures that with just four of the guys, and then uh, eventually Marvin showed up. We had like fifteen or twenty minutes with with Marvin and Seton. Then Seton had to leave, and so we wanted to keep shooting. So Seton never made it inside the stadium. So um, that was kind of funny. And then there's another picture that was put out there that Moonshine was there. It was just in the, it was really small in the back of Polly's truck mm-hmm. with all that like tailgate fall stuff. Stuff, yeah. And um, so, yeah, it was, it's just funny how like it's so, like I'm guessing there was very little thought that you put into choosing those pictures with no, no undue respect, but just like, yeah. It's like, I need a picture of from the shoot. Let me find one that looks good. I can put a little logo underneath it. This one works great. You didn't count the number of people in the picture. No, I didn't. <laughs> at no point did I think, oh, scene's not in this one, and yeah. people are going to think otherwise, so yeah. let me pick something else. I know. And like you said, there was. I looked at all the pictures. There was about 400 pictures taken that day, Yeah. and a lot of them were like either missing Marvin, because Marvin showed up late. And or Seton, because like you're telling us now, Seton couldn't make it into the stadium that day for a conference call. Yeah. Well, and the thing was, Seton was still on site. So then when Seton got off his conference call, Dan had left. So it was like, then we did some stuff without Dan. And so it was just, it, it was kind of a funny day. But um, yeah, and then Marvin, you got a little heat um, on some, some of the comments I was laughing at because they were saying your hands look small in the glass. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, they don't even look that small. You guys are silly. Um, and then today they were talking, they showed the picture of Todd because Todd was, um, everyone else was smiling. Todd was doing like pouty face, but what really was happening was Todd was like doing a one act play 
by himself, like rehearsing <laughs> comedy bits. Oh, really? And he was probably just in the middle of saying some punchline. And that's, but then he threw weeks under the bus. He's like, well, weeks should have said something to me. Yeah. I'm like, dude, what's wrong with you? Yeah, Mark. Yeah, my man Fritz, he, he was Andrew Dice Fritz. <laughs> <laughs> he kept, he just kept saying all these, uh, Andrew Dice Clay line from 30 years ago, hey. obviously his wheelhouse. Hey. And it was tons of, you know, bleep, bleep, bleep. And then, but da, but da. And he just kept going. And I was like, man, how many times has this guy watched Andrew Dice Clay stand up comedy from 1989? Did anybody try to like stop him or get him on track? Or what's it like? I, mean, I guess more so, what's it like when they're not on the show? Do they try to get Fritzy on track or? Well, I'll say first off, like Dan's daily routine includes a pretty, like about 45 minutes to an hour nap every day. Generally between about twelve thirty and one thirty. So whenever we try to do anything after the show, we're cutting into that routine. I think Dan's a pretty strong routine guy. He talks about that on the show. So I think um, in some ways it's helpful that Fritzy is just off the rails because it helps keep Dan energized and engaged. Um, but it also made it hard. Like if you go back to the pictures, you can see half of them. Todd's mouth is doing weird things and that kind of thing. Um, I guess in some ways, if if we it's a catch 22 because you could easily just say, Hey Todd, why don't we take the shoot a little more serious? And he would just snap right out of it. Mm-hmm. But then everyone else would just be grumpy. Yeah. You know, not, not because not grumpy is the wrong word, but everyone else wouldn't be laughing naturally. It would be like, okay, now smile. And they would all be fake cheesy smiles. Most of the smiles that you see are genuine ones because Todd's off camera <laughs> acting a fool. Um, but no, I mean, it was, there was a little bit of, because Paul, Paul, we brought two vehicles. We brought Dan's truck and we brought Paul's, one of his. Land uh, Rovers? RAV4s? Yeah, Land Cruiser. Cruiser Land Rover 4, okay. I think. Yeah. Um, and uh, and he was very into like getting all the stuff set up. He brought all the props, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I'm, I need some of these props for Dan's truck. And <laughs> I was pulling teeth shot. to get those. <laughs> he got shot down. But I think he, he was like focused on that. And then Seaton and Tavers like throwing the football and. And he was like, well, you guys aren't, don't care about art direction, da, da, da. And it was just, you know, there's always just layers to the onion. But um, it was a really cool, it was a really cool venue, I think, to shoot at. Um, you know, with alcohol, we can't really say too much about, like, oh, we're inside the Yale Bowl. Because mm-hmm. we don't want the appearance, and neither would Yale want the appearance that they were endorsing an alcohol. Yeah. Right? So it was trying, we tried to have it be as nondescript as possible without not showing like you know i think there was a couple people who knew it was a yale bowl a because some people listen to 12 15 club and b some people from the area or went to yale or have attended games there so but in general it wasn't like we weren't sitting in front of the yale sign (laughs) taking pictures with with the moonshine there was a couple people i think on facebook on the dp show a locker room i don't know if you guys are a part of that somebody said that they they recognized that it was yale and they before we made the announcement um, one of my other favorite conspiracies from that group was they were saying that we were going to announce that we were going to Ireland. And it was mm. solely on the fact because in one of the pictures, Dan has a four-leaf clover. Which is not a new wrist. tattoo. I know. He's had that for a very long time. Yeah. But you can't see it because he has his computer and all the tchotchkes in front of him. Yeah. That's rare to see it. Though? Um, it sounds like at this point, maybe the Ireland thing is just going to get like willed into existence by everyone because it seems to kind of come up with some regularity now. That is hilarious, though, that they were like, four-leaf clover tattoo. I'm sure Dan got that to send, like, a sneaky little hint about uh, 
going to Ireland. <laughs> yeah, and it was seven, years, seven yeah, years ago. A real deep commitment for that one. And it was like really kind of hidden. Like, I mean, you could only it was see like, like zoomed like, in a hundred times. Be like, I got it. You could only see like two leaves on the clover, yeah. and people were like making arrows, photoshopping it, saying, "Yeah, they're going to Ireland because of these two leaves they saw on half of Dan's wrist." The internet sleuths. Marv. No, go ahead, Eric. You want to say something? Oh, I was just going to touch briefly on Ireland. I think there's a desire, you guys are right, for Ireland to happen. Um, and I've said this once before on this podcast, um, but at the end of the day, like the show, which is to be entertaining, is a business, right? And so there has to be a business reason to do it. So sometimes you put the business reason in front, like, hey, we're going to go to this event because you know we, our sponsors are, are want us to be there. Or, hey, we want to go there, and now we have to find the sponsor to have it make sense and at least break even or try to make some money on it, right? So, um, because it doesn't make sense, the show is going to be the same show, relatively speaking, no matter where it is, right? So, like, even going to Super Bowl, frankly, like, yeah, it's good because we have in-studio guests and you kind of have, like, an energy that goes Super Bowl's coming. But, like, unless it makes a business sense to go, why would you go? Mm-hmm. Um, when we were with DirecTV, it, it, it wasn't as linear to the show because DirecTV had NFL Sunday ticket and the, they had a big activation that usually we were involved with. You know, they would spend, you know, seven, eight figures on marketing and, you know, because they had a big, you know, bil- multi-billion dollar agreement with the NFL. And so they spent a few million dollars, you know, going out there showing the NFL that, hey, we're invested and we're bringing our shows and because it was Dana Rich too, right? Mm-hmm. But we're not connected with them anymore and iheart has a relationship with them but i think it's a little different because mostly podcast based um and just like the expenses on the podcast side are so much less than a broadcast Mm -hmm. show so um so anyways so you know it has to make sense for us to go do any of this stuff right so whether we want to go to you know we did pebble beach we went there why because at&t was bought direct tv and at&t we were kind of part of the, the marketing right so that made sense um so, I mean, I think there's been a desire to go to the Masters. There's been a desire to go to the Waste Management Open. There's been a desire to go to Lake Tahoe. There's been a desire to go. We did Final Four a few times. Why? AT&T is a big sponsor of the Final Four. So, you know, those are the, the things that we kind of figure out. So, I think in terms of Ireland, you know, we would love to go. So, now it's just trying to find the sponsor that would help us make it happen. Doesn't it, uh, now that we're in the booze business, isn't Ireland kind of like the perfect place to go from a business standpoint? Why? Because of Guinness? No, I mean, you know, Ireland, it's pretty famous for their drinking capabilities. Yeah, but they don't, they're not going to drink moonshine, I don't think, over there. They probably drink, like, whiskey. They'll drink anything. Irish whiskey. Yeah. I I got a party at the Irish neighbor's house tomorrow. Yeah? Yeah. They'll be, uh. Crack open some of the tea. You know what they have? Magners or Magners. Magners cider. It's Balmers in (laughs) Ireland. It's so good. I like it. Magners Irish, too. I think, no, but it's the same thing, but it's called Balmers in Ireland. Ah. Yeah. Right. It, it's yeah. the same like right. brand, it's the same not a big cider guy. It's the same logo. What's I'm not price? a big cider cider guy neither, but when I went over there, I was such eat, a contrarian. But I mean we could just it could be an emerging market, the moonshine, which is obviously classically an American thing, just in, infiltrate the Irish market. Yeah, I think oh. we'd have to figure out the international distribution. I think there's still I think you do it and then uh, you know NBC is Notre Dame, maybe yeah, There's certainly there are things that are being there. explored, yeah. I can say, for sure. Um, there's a desire to go. Hopefully we can get there. Um, but just anyway. Eric, just say yes. 
right now. Just commit to it. I did on behalf say yes. of Dan. Yes, we would like to go. <laughs> no, no, just no, yes. Say we're going. Who wouldn't want to go? <laughs> <laughs> you did a so I didn't we didn't get to it too much last week because we had Chad, but you did a Super Bowl kind of uh site survey? Site survey. Uh, right. How did that go? So you went to Arizona last week. Yep, you spent- Scottsdale, I think is where we'll probably be. Can't say the exact location yet because we haven't signed a contract. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, found a nice venue. Uh, was there. Um, it's kind of weird get, getting there. The flights were really odd. So I ended up missing two days um, from the show. And uh, so I was there in the afternoon on what I think was Tuesday. And then there for sunrise Wednesday morning. Um, and then did a full walkthrough with the teams that need, need to be involved. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's a, it's a beautiful venue. How is it going to stack up to Los Angeles last year? I think we, we've talked extensively about our trips to Los Angeles, uh, for Super Bowl this year. It'll be last year for Super Bowl next year, but. <laughs> if you're following right. I, don't think, I don't think there'd be math required for this. How, how you think how do you think it'll stack up to uh los angeles super bowl for you or for the fans for everyone <laughs> i think for you it won't ever match up to your first time so is that like based off of your experience when you had like your first time going oh my first ball? time was wild it was new orleans uh, i think i've heard about this i uh i had recently broken up with someone that i thought i was gonna spend the rest of my life with and i'm now a happily married person but at the time i was going through it and uh yeah it was wild but um anyways no i i maybe that's not true for you i i will say it's definitely um i mean scottsdale and phoenix are great towns if you've never mm-hmm. spent time there um, the weather should be good. Knock on wood. Although last time we were there, we had like a monsoon come through on Thursday mm-hmm. and Friday we had to bring in like a hundred and some odd triaxles worth of rock because we were inside of a farmer's field, which is now where a top golf is. But, um, we were right next to the stadium. We'd built that Western town and literally like the, everybody's cars were getting stuck. We the car service. I think, um, might've been Papa John or something. Anyways, he got stuck, like had to get a tow truck to get the car out. Like, wild scene uh so hopefully we don't um have any sort of weather like that this time but um no i mean it's it's nice because it's uh mountain time also arizona's weird or at least uh, phoenix is they don't observe daylight savings time so like right now they're three hours behind but then when we have daylight savings times they don't move so So we'll be live seven to ten local um which is better than six to nine just from a lifestyle perspective it's still very early but um but yeah and then yeah, I think we're still trying to figure out what other things we're going to do with the show after, right? Do we do meet and greets? Do we do um, anything else? Um, so, so yeah, it's kind of all on that same vein, right? Like what sponsors are going to be involved and what kind of commitments will be there. I think we'll, we'll probably have a night at the Traeger House, yeah. um, which is always a, a nice cornerstone of the week for, for kind of behind-the-scenes stuff. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so um, I think it should be a great week. Uh, and the other thing is, is Scottsdale is where most of the celebs usually stay, so, but Radio Row is in Phoenix, which is about oh. 15 minutes away. Sometimes that's a problem because people, you know, let's say you go to Radio Row, you can probably do five appearances in one hour mm. um, because you literally have to walk 20 feet and you're at the next radio station. However, so Radio Row is like a big, what is it? Like it's at in a the convention, convention center. center. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then they have about 200 radio stations with tables there or something. I don't know the number. It used to be closer. To that. I think last year was probably closer to 100. Um, cause I think there was still kind of that Omicron bubble or something like that. So Hopefully. you go table to table to each radio station. Yeah. I mean, then they're like, they're whatever, three by 
six tables. Yeah. And there's maybe <laughs> yeah. enough room to walk around and have a couple chairs. I think they're, the booths are 10 by 10, right? Oh, wow. So, you know, I mean, it's very, very tight. So um, when you're inside Radio Row, you can get access to big guests because if they go and you get in there at the right time, whatever. We always get big guests because we're on 400 radio stations. So while it might take an hour to do an appearance on our show, you're going to get a much broader audience because of the distribution on radio and on the podcast and on Peacock or whatever video streaming, social media. Sure. Yeah. So, um, but that being said, it's hard, you know, it's early. Mm-hmm. So for any female guests, it's always tough, right? Cause they got to get ready before they go on air. And even men, like they still get groomed usually. And it's a whole thing. And then they have the whole entourage. So like a seven fifteen AM appearance by an A-list sports personality or general celebrities is tough right i mean that's what's always amazing when we go to la and we have will ferrell there reggie miller at 6 20 in the morning al michaels 6 20 in the morning these guys are up at five to get in the car to get, they look pristine <laughs> well remember josh jamel came in and <laughs> thought it was radio only <laughs> he's like uh hey guys um but yeah that's always amazing on the west coast and you know san francisco i mean we've gone through this before with uh um west coast super bowls but um yeah, so this year is Arizona. I think next year is New Orleans again. Oh, is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's always fun. Yeah, Mark? Yeah, I'm just excited to go this year. Um, we did a FaceTime with Eric um, to just see the um, the layout of the potential site and uh, loved it. I'm excited to go. I don't know what to expect, but I'm ready. It's weird, like, from never going to now being a Danette and being, like, on the show is just going to be a little weird for me but i'm excited and we'll get on a plane and i don't sit next to todd whatever that means you, you want to sit in between me and dylan i wouldn't on, recommend it on, on a plane <laughs> yeah no. don't do it no hell no um have a great time marvin it's you're also not going to have the board in front of you too so you're just going to be sitting there <laughs> like, I did. with nothing to do <laughs> I, I legit thought about that too like oh play of the day <laughs> tyler oh yeah tyler yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know yeah so we got to figure out those logistics out too who does who stays back and, and all mm-hmm. that i think mario will probably stay back but um what what <laughs> <laughs> D- dylan me and dylan came back last year on super bowl sunday and just crazy Dylan, i thought it was one guys. of the better super bowls that i've watched it was a blast honestly right? i got to hang out with my guy mario there was nobody sitting in between us drinking mimosas on the plane yeah, watching great. the game Got wonderful. an extra night in L.A. Yep. I mean, kind of perfect. Who wouldn't stay back to watch Super Bowl on a plane? I don't know. Probably an idiot. Eric? How'd that extra night work out for you? Uh, at the time, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, you know, I'd, I've, I've got people all over the place. I had some you other, had a nice little, nice yeah, little nice evening. Little, nice little evening. Actually, that was fun. The Friday night we did the uh, Universal. Universal. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, we were just running around Harry Potter world. That night, open a bar. Is that a usual thing that they have like a media night for the media? Um, I think it was more than normal this year because of it being based in LA, LA. and so many of the head honchos and and other team members that don't always travel um, are based in LA. So I think it was it was bigger. There's always a media night. It's usually like a an event. It's usually like a, something like that, but it's. I don't know what would be like. I think it's been at Top Golf. I think it's been uh, like a concert. Um, Universal is kind of tough to beat. Yeah, I don't know what there is in Scottsdale. I'm sure there's something nice. Drip um, club. 
Nice. Yeah, maybe we go golfing. Go, yeah, I could go golfing. I'd love to go golfing. It was actually, it was funny though because we kept it was open bar like beer and wine at uh, at Universal and yeah, we, we kept getting coffee. beers and then obviously there's no lines because the park was shut down. There's yeah. only like you know whatever hundred something, couple hundred people there, and so we just get right to the line with like a full beer and have to slam it and then get on like Dominion's ride. Oh right, yeah, because they won't let you leave the beer. In like the, you have to chug it or throw it out, but it was like we would get it and be like, "All right, let's walk over here." We'd walk there and then immediately be at the front of the line. We're like, "Ah, uh, did it again." You're like, "Jokes on you! I don't, I didn't pay for it anyway." Jokes on you, it's free, <laughs> and I'm gonna chug it and throw up all over the ride. Yeah, but it'll be fun, Marv. It'll be fun for you to uh, be there. Let's go! I'm excited. Like, oh, Marvin Prince! Yeah, Marvin Prince of the Dan Patrick Show. Thank Marvin you Prince. Much. All right. Are you gonna go to Radio Row as a? Uh, Hey, I'm available. You know, if you guys want to talk about the Dan Patrick show or anything else, Pat McAfee might be there. Yeah, I be like, yo, hey Pat, hey Pat, it's Marvin, Marvin from the Dan Patrick it's show. It's Mark from the Dan Patrick show. I well, highly doubt that I'll be doing that. You can go to Radio Row. Maybe you see some like old friends or something. You used to work in radio and ESPN at one point. Yeah, okay, but that's just ESPN Radio and the so ESPN many app. We can go big time them now. No, I'm I'm not at that point. <laughs> we big time us. That's different. That was a setup to see if he'd buy into it, and he did. <laughs> That's all we got this week. Damn, Marvin. Damn. It's all it's all love between us, right? <sighs> For my area, Eric the Big German, Dylan the Graphics Guy, Marvin the Prince. Have a good weekend, everyone. Peace.